welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. This week, we're hopping aboard HMS Belfast and creating our very own binoculars inspired by the ship. My name's Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. And this week, it's my turn. I'm off to HMS Belfast, a famous British naval ship that's now permanently moored on the River Thames in London. It's a really cool place to visit and to learn all about the history of the Royal Navy. Right, so I am now aboard the HMS Belfast, and I'm very excited because I've no idea what is in front of me, what I'm going to see. But luckily, I found a new friend who can help me out. Uh, So can you tell all of our lovely listeners your name and what your job is here? So my name is Nairi. I get to work on board HMS Belfast and I look after schools and families that come to visit the ship. And so I think probably a really good place to start. We're on the wooden deck. We're at the very back of the ship. And there's a few sorts of things here that that tell us a bit about why you should be super excited to be visiting. So we've got this amazing silver bell. And this bell was given by the city of Belfast. And that's where she was born. Now, most people won't have heard of the shipyard that built HMS Belfast that's Holland and Wolf but whenever I ask families what's the most famous ship in the world they all say no matter what age Titanic <laughs> Titanic and HMS Belfast were both built by the Holland and Wolf shipyard and so that is where she was born and the city gave as a gift this beautiful silver bell I really encourage families when they come on board to look at everything because there is a story everywhere. And if you look up inside the bell, there are names and dates. And the bell used to get used as a font, a baptismal font. So officers who had children to be baptised in a religious service would have the water held in the bell and the the baby would be baptised and then the name would be engraved with the dates. Now, when the Imperial War Museum, which now owns HMS Belfast, discovered that the rather priceless, beautiful silver bell was being used in this way, uh, we, we put a stop to that. <laughs> so you can still see the names, you can still see the bell, but we only now ring it once a year, and that is on Remembrance Sunday. So I've walked along what I think is the deck on the outside of the of the ship and uh, I'm about to go inside there's a massive kind of metallic door here that we're opening up we're going to go in and we're going to find out where the people who used to work here actually lived and slept so I've brought you inside the ship's laundry so the thing to think about HMS Belfast is she's a warship she did have a really important job to do in the second world war and in the Korean war but she was also home to nearly a thousand sailors so when she was working as a warship 900 150 men would have lived and worked on board and they're all in the Royal Navy and they've all got their uniform and everybody's uniform looks exactly the same. So we are in the laundry. This dates from the 1950s. It's quite funny. The sailors who lived here in the Second World War think this is all a bit posh because in their day you did your dobeying. Sailors have funny names for everything. Dobeying was doing your laundry. The sailors in the Second World War dobeed in buckets with bars of soap by hand. This modern invention, modern from the 1950s, is the laundry where they could drop off their kits and it would be laundered and if you think about your PE kit at school or your school uniform you'll have hopefully your name inside so that you know when you get changed for PE you're going to get your PE kit back at the end of the day and that's exactly the same for the sailors they all knew how to sew so they would sew their names in or they had a name stamp and they would stamp their name onto their kit 
and in the summer holidays if you come and visit us we're going to have a really fantastic new family activity where we're going to imagine that a sailor's clothes have been lost by the laundry and we're going to start exploring along two deck and what I'm hoping to do is hide items of a real sailor's clothes they found the old seal real kit and we're going to hide them in some odd places like maybe the bakery or the potato store and families have the challenge of trying to find all these items of clothing and hopefully save this sailor from getting into trouble because the other thing about being on board with 950 men is discipline was very strict so there were lots of rules and one of the rules was at parade you had to look spick and span ship shape and Bristol fashion and if you didn't have the right uniform or if you'd lost some uniform you were maybe would get fined out of your pay you'd have to give some of your pay up or even worse you might be given extra chores or duties like peeling onions in the galley in the kitchen So apart from the hot water, where if you wanted a cup of tea, no matter what day, um, time it was, you could help yourself, there were actually proper ship's cooks on board. And if you think about that, 950 men, it's like a floating town. Think of all the jobs that get done in the town you live in. Every single sailor on board has a special job and they've got a badge on their arm. So if you're a ship's cook, you've got a star with C inside it. If you work on the radar, you've got a badge that looks a bit like an exploding spider's web and and those badges would show everyone your job, your specialism. No one is here for a nice happy voyage around the world. They've all got jobs to do and they all need to work together as a team to make sure the ship keeps on fighting and is a safe place to live. Hi guys, I'm Alan. I look after all of the food service now on the ship, so I'm like the modern version of what the galley used to be. We offer great services to family and families and kids when they come on board, giving them dinners and breakfasts and making sure that they're really looked after while they're here. So tell me, I mean, when I was in the galley, I saw massive, like, tins of peas and beans and sausages. What can I expect to eat if I'm here? We really try to keep it as traditional and as old school as it used to be. So we offer the same kind of menus to our kids when they do come and sleep over on the ship. So they're eating things like fish and chips, mac and cheese, sausage and mash, all the good old traditional stodgy food that filled the sailors up and gave them lots of energy for their jobs. I'm getting really peckish here, Alan, so that's, that's helpful, but thank you. Uh, so tell me, we, this, this means that kids can come and stay overnight, people can come and hang out and stay where the sailors used to? It's really unusual, but we do kip on the ship. Uh, it's a great thing for kids and school groups, scout groups and things. They come, they spend a night sleeping on the ship, they get to experience what the sailors used to experience back in the day, uh, and it's my job to make sure that they're safe when they're on the ship and they get fed well. What do you think their favourite bit is when they come? What, what's the bit that you know everybody's like, yeah, that was amazing? Apart from our fish and chips, it's usually the huge torpedo that's just at the front of the ship. Oh my goodness, right, well, I'm going to have to make a point of going to see that massive torpedo. Thank you very much for that. And uh, is there anything that you would recommend that we look out for apart from the torpedo? Anything that you think people might not know about unless they listen to this podcast? Well, we have a great thing on the ship for children to come and explore. They get to look around the ship and find clues as to where the next location HMS Belfast is going to sail to. If they're successful and they find the right location, they get to go and ring a special bell right at the back of the ship before they leave. And they're also given a small little treat of chocolate as well. Oh my goodness, chocolate, fish and chips, bells, I'm in. Thank you very much, Alan, that was awesome. (laughs) So we've come outside, I've brought you up from below the decks and we are now on the very front deck 
of the ship, the bow. If you think of it as that you bow forwards, so that reminds you that the forward part of the ship is the front, is the bow. And we can see flying our Union Jack, I can actually call it, because it's on a jack staff. So anywhere else you see the Union flag flying, it's the Union flag. But we've got our Union Jack. And every morning, our team on board hoist the Union flag and also the ensign at the back of the ship. And every evening at sunset, we lower it and we have special permission to be able to still do that part of naval ceremonial tradition. So uh, thinking of some of those really amazing buildings that you can see when you're here on board HMS Belfast, if you look just to the port side, the left side of the ship, you can see a rather ugly brown brick building and that's Southwark Crown Court. And when our veterans from the Second World War were still alive, lots of them would point to that and say, oh, Nairi, the waves were sometimes as high as that building. And one of those veterans was called John Harrison. And John remembered being hit by one of those waves. So I need to imagine that you've just stepped through one of the hatches out onto deck and you've looked at the sea and the sea looks pretty rough but John he's an experienced sailor and he thinks oh that that wave looks a bit slack a smaller wave less powerful so he makes a dash for it he gets to his gun turret because he ran this turret here this is a turret and it's the biggest guns on board the ship and he gets his hand onto the door handle as the wave hits him now the wave takes his feet from under him he said it was like being hit by a brick wall and what also made his feet extra slippy slidey is that the decks are frozen because at this time in the Belfast life she was sailing very far north so every wave that hits is another layer of frozen water on the deck so you're on an ice rink and you've got a brick wall of a wave that's hit you so poor old John feet sweat from underneath him he's going to get dragged by the force of the water over the side of the ship and because these waters are so cold you'd last about two minutes before freezing to death but remember I said that John had made it to the door handle of his gun turret and that keeps him on board but not because he's very strong I'm going to challenge you can you think what has happened to John's hand um, can I guess has he frozen is he frozen to it no you're absolutely oh, right no. he's stuck fast frozen metal fleshy skin sticks together it saved his life John picks his feet up he stood back upright he has to peel finger by finger his hand off that frozen door handle but the turret saved his life and John lived to a, over a hundred every year he would come back to Belfast his home and he would give this turret a little pat and say <laughs> thank you because it saved his life your attention please this is a visitor announcement in 15 minutes time what a day I have had here on HMS Belfast. I, I basically had a private tour, which has been incredible in itself, let's face it. Uh, and I have climbed many, many ladders and stairs to make it to the very top of the ship, where I am sat in the captain's chair. I've got the captain's hat, I've got the binoculars. It turns out I came dressed in the right coat today because I'm wearing the same big duffel coat that all of the sailors would wear. And it's been incredible. I can see the rest of the river right now, and I have had... An absolutely wicked day here at HMS Belfast. Thank you to everybody for showing me around. I have loved every second of it and I've now got my sea legs.
Oh my goodness. Ahoy me hearties. I had a lot of fun there. You can find out more by searching for HMS Belfast. Now, it's time to find out even more about HMS Belfast, perhaps with the help of an at-home craft. For this activity, we're going to make our own HMS Belfast-inspired binoculars using toilet paper rolls. Here's what you'll need. Two toilet paper rolls, paint or markers, glue, scissors, string, tape and decorations, but they're optional. Let's get started. So first of all, you have to take the two toilet paper rolls and cut them in half lengthwise. Once you've done that, paint or decorate the toilet paper rolls to look like binoculars. You can use any colours or designs that you like. You guessed it, I'm choosing pink. Now don't forget to keep your binoculars safe and don't lose them. You can cut a piece of string that's long enough to go around your neck and attach it to the binoculars using tape. And now you have your very own HMS Belfast-inspired binoculars. You can use them to look out at the horizon just like the sailors did on HMS Belfast. And if you like, you can decorate your binoculars with stickers, glitter or other fun decorations. And there you have it, a fresh set of HMS Belfast-inspired specs. Well, just like that, we are done. Uh, remember, there's loads more episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to anytime. If you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, well, scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you like. I'm Bex, and this was a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner. Of course, you can find loads more awesome Fun Kids content. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon. Listener.